Bob Thomas with Club and Resort Business, and welcome to another edition of Club and Resort Talks. Today's edition of Club and Resort Talks is brought to us by Duffy's Tri-C Club Supply, who offers the finest buying experience for your locker room and housekeeping needs. Family owned and operated since 1978, Duffy's Tri-C Club Supply provides uh, locker room amenities and much more. Locker room supplies, shoe room, housekeeping, laundry, spa, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Uh, learn more at www.duffystrice.com. And without ado, let me introduce our associate editor, Phil Cairn. Phil, how's it going? Doing well, Rob. How are you? Terrific, terrific. Hey, Excellent. Let's get right into it. I was at um, Country Club of Buffalo yep. uh, last week for a, um, for a feature story. It's going to go in our September issue. Uh, while I was talking with one of the members, he asked, do I think this is going to be sustainable? You know, the, the COVID bump that kind of uh, reinvigorated the industry. Um, I'm an optimist. So I said, of course I do. Uh, I think we have a whole new influx of golfers. Uh, so we're going to lose some of the golfers back to their office jobs, some of the day golfers. That's going to happen when the offices reopen fully. Uh, if they reopen fully, I imagine they will at some point. Um, but I think we got enough new golfers and young golfers to, um, to join the fray, right? Uh, places like Big Shots Golf, Top Golf, uh, mm -hmm. Pottery, these things that are kind of like uh, gamifying golf have brought younger, uh, a whole new generation into the industry. And I think that's translated to the golf course. Um, I know that you wrote about that in your August column about the next generation and how clubs are catering to them. What do you have to say about that? Well, you're right. I did. And actually this idea kind of came about, I have three sons, 22, 19 and 16, and all three of them this year really got into playing golf. Not sure what that came about. My 19 year old played like a dozen times this summer, loved it. Uh, my 22 and 16 year olds both played, I'd say around 10 times. And for frame of reference, I don't think any of them ever played more than three times in a season in the past. We do a little father's day thing here and there. Um, you know, they played other sports growing up. And so it got me to thinking about, you know, not junior golfers, but people in this age group, I just said, the young adults who are interested in the game, but, but are new, new to the game. You know, they didn't grow up playing golf. I did grow up playing golf, but if you didn't grow up playing golf, what's out there to uh, draw them to the game. And of course you touched on some of those examples uh, like top golf. Um, but I was also interested, it led me to kind of research, well, is there anything out there specifically for that demographic, the 20 somethings who are uh, new to the game, but are very interested in playing. Uh, and it led me to a uh, conversation I had recently with a young man named Jared Gomez, who himself is in his twenties, late twenties. He's with Kemper sports. Uh, he's also a marketing manager uh, with two places, uh, Heron lakes golf club and Colwood golf center, uh, both in Portland, Oregon. And, Kemper Sports had started an all-welcome initiative where the mission of it is like to bring young, diverse golfers, uh, people to the game of golf. And in conjunction with that, Jared uh, helped start a program called the Yeah Golf Program, YA for young adults, um, for the city of Portland, actually, which is very interesting because I've never heard of an effort like that being done um, by a city. And essentially, it's giving young people ages 19 to 29 a chance to um, play at the 
the city's six municipal golf courses at discounted rates in specific windows of time. Although I, there's pretty good windows of time available to them. Also other things offered to them through this program, um, different events, even some instruction as well. And it got me to thinking my sons probably wouldn't want to go to an instructional clinic with their dad, right? <laughs> but they would probably go with other young people uh, in their age group. Um, and again, it also, to your point, it sounds like it's this program is doing stuff where it kind of makes the game of golf or adds some fun to the game of golf. I mean, not that we don't enjoy the game of golf, but sort of a non-traditional way, if you will. So it was a very interesting conversation I had with him. Fantastic. Well, hey, without further ado, that's a great tease. Let's get right to it. Our guest here today on Club and Resort Talks is Jared Gomez. He works for Kemper Sports, uh, currently a marketing manager at Heron Lakes Golf Club and Colwood Golf Center in Portland, Oregon. Uh, in this role, he's helped lead a what's called YA Golf PDX program. That's YA, you know, stands for Young Adults, um, for the city of Portland. The program was started last year invites people between the ages of 19 and 29 to play at Portland, Portland Parks and Rec's six public golf courses. And we're going to talk about Jared's work with that program and, and what he's doing in terms of the player development efforts there as well. Jared, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tommy Phil. Happy to be here. First, can you kind of give us an overview about what your role is as the marketing manager of both Heron and Colwood, um, or how you got into that and what your role is uh, at those two places? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been a, a Kemper Sports employee in Portland for uh, nearly nine years now. Um, started basically as a pro shop attendant, um, working my way up through the various roles and uh, took over the marketing manager position um, about the first of the year. Um, and what, what I do is we're very strong in developing marketing campaigns using digital media, email, social media, print, um, through just different channels and a lot of what we do then is we analyze, you know, our customer guest usage satisfaction um, through the facilities, website traffic, data, and our customer reviews and feedback. Um, a big, what, what separates Kemper Sports from other management companies is the customer service that they offer and, and the service standards that they set and the trainings that all, all of our employees go through is, is true top notch. Um, and we, we strive uh, at Kemper Sports for a best in class experience um, to each of our guests. Um, and then continue that, I, I promote and manage um, golf events at Colwood as well as Heron Lakes. Um, I'm more hands-on with the events at Colwood currently. And as you mentioned, I, uh, I manage and, and oversee the, uh, the YA Golf program for the city. Yeah, and that leads into a point, um, as I understand it, last year, Kemper Sports had launched an all-welcome initiative um, where it's kind of designed to attract uh, new golfers, diverse golfers to the game, to the properties. Um, can you kind of talk about the all welcome initiative and also how that's connected with, with Yagolf? Yeah, the, the, uh, the all welcome initiative was, uh, was came from, uh, after serving, uh, 25,000, uh, golfers through the golfer insight survey. Um, we found a lot of, um, feedback that, you know, the fun factor was very important to people. Um, so Kemper sports has created this playbook, um, that arms our facilities with creative program ideas, player development. Um, and just in ways to get to grow the game and get people into the game. Um, so it's a, it's a really cool thing that Kemper Sports has been doing. Okay. And, um, and with Yaw Golf, then, can you talk about kind of what the program is, how it got started, why it was started? 
if you will. Yeah, yeah, golf program. Uh, it came about from uh, Portland Park and Rec and uh, the director of golf, Vincent Johnson, um, really seeing a, a need to get young players in the game, keep them in the game as they grow into adulthood. Um, you know, junior rates run out when you turn when you turn 19, and there's this void of okay, I just went from paying very very limited pricing to now I'm paying full green fee rates, and that's a big jump for somebody who's in college, just got out of college, and doesn't have the financial means. Um, so this this program it allows them to play the six uh, city properties, select tee time windows um, throughout the year at discounted rates, um, and just keeps them into the game, gets them playing get them to see all the facilities um, within the city. Okay. And um, I guess to kind of elaborate or maybe have you elaborate more on the why factor of it, why was it, uh, as you and I were talking before we started here, that it's intriguing. I have not heard of another city really doing this around the country yet. Why was it important to the city to offer this sort of easier access for young adults to the game of golf? Yeah, the city of Portland has you know, various demographics um, within its within its neighborhoods where these where these golf courses are. These golf courses are public parks. Um, there's a need that the city's mission is affordable golf, um, and this just ties in with that affordability that we can create golf access to these users that may not be able to afford a sixty dollar green fee rate on a Saturday afternoon. They can come out, you know, late afternoons after work and pay and play for twenty dollars and uh, there, there was a definite need with that within the city. I see it in my own social circles. It's a lot easier for me to go in with a group of my friends and text them at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday and say, you guys want to go play, go play East Moreland, a facility that's near my, my house. Um, 20 bucks. Let's, let's go do it. Let's go get a tea time and, and go play and have a, have a great afternoon. Um, that's a lot easier than, than trying to get convinced players to, to pay the, the full rates, at least right now. Right. Absolutely. And actually I've, um, I wrote a column for my the August issue of Club and Resort Business. Um, I have, let's see, I have three sons. I have a son who's 22, one who's 19. I actually have a nephew who's 20. Uh, I also have a 16-year-old son. My column essentially is about the fact that all of them, for some reason, hadn't really been interested in golf before, have gone uh, going all out here this summer on playing golf. I've had a chance to play a few rounds with them try to share a little bit of wisdom that I have about the game. Um, but it was interesting to notice that they've really gotten into it. My middle son really interested in it. And I think it, it would be interesting to see if a city in our area here where I'm living uh, would offer a similar type of program, because I, you know, right now they're in a position where they're able to uh, play around here and there, but I'm sure they would like to play more. Um, especially as I think one of the things that people enjoy about golf is that there's always a new challenge. There's always a new course, uh, different types of shots to hit. I know my middle son particularly has really gotten into it. He likes talking with me about it and everything. Uh, but I could see where those, some courses that he may wish to play at could be cost prohibitive and it would be great to offer something like that here. And um, I imagine the feedback you're getting, can you tell us a little bit about that and how the feedback's been so far from people who are members of the YAH program? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely positive feedback. I mean, we didn't know what to necessarily expect when we created this program. A couple hundred users, maybe um, kids that were home for the summer from college. We just we're we're getting really close to passing 2,000 active users currently um, within the city, which is above and beyond anything that we that we expected. At least that I expected us to have, you know, a year and a half, almost two years into this program. 
Um, but it's, yeah, it's interesting you say, you know, your, your own boys are, are getting into it because I went to, when I was in high school, you know, 10 years ago, it, we, I went to a good high school um, golf program and it golf was just second nature to me and it's what I did. And a lot of other kids, you know, they weren't into golf or, or even didn't have, you know, we had great access to a course, but of course, right next to our high school um, and kids just weren't into it. And now it's funny, I go back and I, I see these kids that I went to high school with and they all can't stop talking about golf. I think right. COVID did a lot to it. COVID, COVID got a lot of people into it. It shut down a lot of things and it, it kept golf open. Um, but I think it's just a natural, as you progress into the business world or whatever career path you're choosing, golf's involved in a lot of it. And a lot of, and a lot of the feedback I get is, man, I wish I would have started golf earlier. Um, and programs like this just allow the easier access. All right, you didn't start early, but start now. You know, it, it, you, without breaking the bank, you don't need to go take a bunch of lessons. Just come out, have some fun with friends and, and, and keep the cost efficient. Sure. And actually that kind of leads me into the other part. Can you talk a little bit too about what else is, what other benefits are offered to people who are in the, the uh, golf program? Yeah. Um, along with this kind of rates, um, we offer um, two monthly uh, lessons that are exclusive to the Yaw golf users. Um, one at Colwood, one at Heron Lakes. Um, so players can get very good instruction from reputable PGA um, professionals, for a very small fee um, in comparison to what the individual going rate is um, for those pros. Um, along with the lessons, we do um, an exclusive end of the season social event for all users. They can come out to Colwood. Last year, we did a, uh, we did a 15 hole tournament. Um, you know, we got music playing on the range. We got, you know, if they're over 21, there's drinks available for them. There's, we've got cornhole going, we've got lawn games. And it's just, it's a very way to get, you know, a lot of these, some of these users, these 2000 users, some of them never play golf, but, but just want to be a part of the social aspects of the club and, and, uh, and come out and, and participate in events like we have at Colwood. Um, so that's a really cool event, the end, the end of the year, uh, kind of end of season final event that, that Colwood puts on. And then, uh, and then of course, we, uh, we run a, um, for, a, for a fee, we run a Yagolf Plus program, which essentially the fee is basically getting their gin membership. Um, they, get a, they get a gin handicap. And they are put into a group where we play a monthly event and it's a little more competitive. There's gross and net scoring. Um, but we have about 25 active plus members, um, which we, it essentially treats like, like a men's or ladies club um, mm -hmm. at your local, at your local course, but it's, it's exclusive to Yagolf users. It's a good way. A lot of players, some of their friends still aren't playing and they just need somebody to play with. And this allows them to form connections with other players. I know four or five of the guys that play in regular monthly events, they go play multiple times together and they hadn't, they didn't know each other until these events started. Um, so it's, it's really, really nice that the different offerings you're able to get. And what makes it really cool this year is we've, we, uh, we've created an app. Um, so all the users, their, their cards or their essentially their, their membership cards are um, on an app uh, that they download, they sign up through. And when they show the property, the, they show their app and it's a QR code that the, the property staff will scan them, confirm that they're a Yagolf member and get on their way. And this is really good for communication. I can send out notifications through this that, hey, we got an extra spot that showed up in the lesson this week, or hey, sign up for the Yagolf Plus event. Um, tea times are booking quickly or you know, anything that we want. It's, it's very easy for them to communicate. And of course, these, these users are on their phones 24 seven, basically. So it's, it's a good way to communicate with them rather than traditional email or, uh, or website posts. Right. I was thinking that as you were talking about it, you have, you have the correct age group who, who is uh, tech savvy right now and can obviously navigate all that stuff pretty easily. Um, 
that brings up too, and you were touching on, I was thinking about it um, leading up to the interview today. I see a couple things going on with this program. It's very interesting because one, as you mentioned, of course, golf can often be cost prohibitive for people. So for people, uh, for somebody like yourself, you played in high school and everything you played growing up. And yes, you get to that age where you're going to age out of the junior rate, you, know, you will. So for the experience, this program kind of offers that for the experienced player who just getting started, you know, school, uh, a job, whatever it is. And financially, they're not in the place to be able to afford the full greens fee for an adult. But the other part of this, and this is kind of where my sons come into it, is that they didn't, you know, they played other sports in high school. None of them played, although they could have played on a golf team, but they did not. Um, I'm noticing that, that there's a trend of younger people. It seems like a lot of them in their 20s are interested in taking up the game of golf. And it seems like this provides a nice avenue for it. Because I was when I was reading about how the clinics were offered, I was thinking, you know, my sons would like that a lot. Because I was thinking, well, would they go to a clinic where, you know, somebody their dad's age and their grandfather's age are there? Probably not. <laughs> right? But they're going to go. They would likely go to a clinic like this, especially something, especially my middle son, he would really enjoy that sort of social aspect of it as well. Um, and I think, I guess that leads to the question. So it seems to me there was really an emphasis on trying to make, on thinking beyond just the specific game of golf and trying to bring other aspects to it. Like you said, a social aspect to it, instructional, even some competition in there too. There's kind of a multi-layers to all this, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, of these 2,000 users, a lot of them are good players. A lot of them have barely been on the golf course before. We, we cater to all that. And, uh, and a big part of this, when, as we were working in conjunction with the city to create this program, we were maybe going to have a full schedule of seven, eight events that were strictly social, didn't even involve the golf course, just got you to the facilities um, to see what, what else there is. Like Colwood specifically, we have a great banquet space, both indoor and outdoor. Um, a couple of the other facilities have great indoor spaces, some of them great outdoor spaces, and just getting them out there and, and experiencing this um, is a goal of ours. Um, you know, getting, getting through this with COVID was, was challenging to schedule along with just you know, some limited resources that, that our, our company currently has just in the role um, and our future plans are that we will expand you know, the marketing team and we'll have somebody dedicated to the Yagolf program that will design these social events and just get these people. And you know, that way, if it is 2000 golfers, maybe there's another thousand that really don't care about golf, but just want to do something outside with their friends. Um, there's, there's avenues for that and just get them to these, these the city golf courses. They are public parks. Uh, it's essentially getting them out to a public park, getting them out to a green space and, and enjoying, enjoying the summer weather here in Portland. Very good. Uh, moving forward then, what are, um, what are sort of some future plans, new plans for the, the uh, golf program? Can you talk about that? Yeah, we definitely want to expand the, the Yagolf Plus. Um, there, there, is a, there is a desire in a lot of players. Um, a lot of them just don't necessarily know yet that we have this plus program. They carry their handicaps at, at other clubs or they play, you know, they don't play, they don't think they want to play competitive golf until they really know that we run this social setting competitive style. Um, so there will be a lot, there'll be a lot more of this plus push um, next year along with these more social events that we, we really, really want to get these players. And it, even if it's just like, hey, we're playing nine holes and then we're doing foot golf or cornhole or disc golf afterwards. And, you know, it won't even, your golf score won't even matter. Just come out, have a good time, hang out with friends, bring, bring two or three people that aren't members and let's, let's get them signed up in the program. 
Right. Very good. And in our world, we're, of course, covering the world I work in. We're covering country clubs and resorts and private clubs. Um, I guess maybe just an opinion. Do you think country clubs should consider offering a similar type of program in their facilities if they if they feel they can do that? I think there's a way that that public uh, facilities can um, encourage players. It's going to take the right player that that really wants that kind of atmosphere of I, I want to play more golf. I want to be in a more social setting with with players that like playing golf. Um, like we were discussed before, there, there's clubs in Portland that have that most do have a intermediate membership that that encourages um, younger players to to join at a limited initiation, limited monthly dues, but just gets them to the property, gets them to become members, gets them comfortable with the facility, the people, the setting, and as they age older, they they'll, they'll want to become full members. I think that's the way that that private golf has to go. A program such as this, I private golf courses, they're going to encourage their juniors to develop within with the families that are there that are members. Um, and hopefully in turn, as they, as they age out to where they can't hang on their parents' membership, they'll, they'll join this intermediate membership. I think that's the way private clubs are, are designing it and going towards, and they are already. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Sounds very good. Well, uh, Jared, I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for stopping by to talk with us today. Very interesting program. Uh, very unique. Um, just wish you the best of luck with it uh, the rest of the summer. Thanks again, Phil. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you.